0: Welcome to the PDR Workshop Podcast, where we provide information about the paintless dent removal process, anywhere from the best business practices, tech tips, and even tool recommendations. Don't forget, you can always join us and engage with the community during our live show every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Three, two, one, live. I didn't even know. <laughs> Anyway, guys, welcome to the PDR Workshop Live Show. We are back. Sorry for the uh, the absence. It's been rough. It has been (laughs) a yeah, definitely for sure. It's been rough. Yeah, it is. It has been um, crazy over here in the DC metropolitan area. Yeah, we got hit with a double storm, small pockets of hail, and we thought it'd be great to share with you guys how we are learning how to set up our storm it's not our first rodeo but you know i've improved over the years and we wanted to definitely share with you guys
1: every storm is different so uh, i think we learn um, with every storm anyway so you know yeah it's always sure. a learning curve sure
0: well let's thank our sponsors we got blim tools mobile tech rx and Dentcraft tools so I think this episode would be fun. I think it'd be hopefully informative and we want it to be engaging. Uh, have you guys uh you know comment if we say something wrong or if we ask questions. We want this to be a very uh, uh, kind of a informative and positive episode. Um, we're route guys, and occasionally we get hit with hell probably once every two to three years, and we have to facilitate certain tasks and, and shift our whole program within t- two or three days. We're just basically just now we're hell guys <laughs> overnight. <laughs> so it can be uh, a task. It can be cumbersome to to do. But uh, we've done it four or five times here at Dentless Touch. So we have a good routine, I would say. Yeah. Your mic is uh, acting up here. What's uh, going on here? I don't know. It'll be
1: okay. <laughs> but... um. I think the the I think the the biggest thing though is um the the transition making that as smooth as possible between just our regular scheduling programming um and then all of a sudden Hail Hits and it's this whole new program that we have to kind of switch to super quick. Yeah. Um as long as that goes smooth then everything's okay. Yeah. Um I agree. but you know we've learned over time how to do certain things. Um you know, it's not like it's hailing every single day. So right. from every year you learn more and more stuff to do uh, with a storm, how to do it better, how to make it faster, how to facilitate things, like you said, uh, in a timely manner, as quick as possible. So I know we definitely have learned within the last you know, eight weeks, I think, mm-hmm. um, a lot of things, especially now that we are working together uh, with this. I know I've done storms by myself. I know you have as well. Um, but now we're doing this, uh, it, not completely different, but organizing a little bit more, coordinating a little bit but Like, just things are happening and making things a little bit easier because uh, there's kind of two heads right? Yeah, that are capable of understanding how it all moves.
0: But it's crazy how our coordination needs to be on point. Because yeah. quickly, if I don't know what you're doing that day and vice versa, yeah. we just get confused. And then we're asking questions. We're asking another guy, what's this, that, and the third so just a little quick tip. We've been using uh, something called Trello. It's been helping us manage all of the hail cars. So that way with one of the guys are are free or just get done with a, a car quicker, or maybe it wasn't a write and go. It was something that uh you know, maybe you just needed an estimate. He can see what the entire team is working on that day or what he can go and start. So yeah, that's it's, that's it's pretty <clears throat> pretty sick uh system, I would think. It's called Trello, guys. It's free. That's T-R-E-L-L-O, if yeah. anybody's interested. And it's basically like a product project management board. We use it just like a chalkboard. So it shows our, uh, our guys, you know, where we're at in different cars.
1: Yeah, it shows internally where we're at, what we have going on. And then we've actually set up a couple of our accounts and our customers uh, with the same board, actually, yeah. um, to facilitate things through their shops. And so we can communicate, actually, through this board, Rather than text message or call, uh, we can understand where cars are in the process of reconditioning. So um, check that out. I put a link in the chat, but it's definitely been super helpful with everyone uh, just staying on board and just staying organized with as many cars that have been on the ground lately.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think we probably did, what, 40, 50 cars so far? I'm going to say, yeah, they're starting to run together at this point. yeah. Yeah for sure. Now I have a tool here. It's been, um, it's been great. I actually ordered it through James Lee. You can get it through Amazon, so you don't have to go there, but, um, it is the, uh, Bonder glue gun. Um, and I know I've been, you guys have been patiently waiting for me to do a glue gun review. The main reason I haven't done the glue gun review is I, I think I need at least three to four months of consistent use. And then I know the glue gun is, is pretty good. So some of them, Actually, like the Ryobi, after about three or four months, they just start failing, start pouring glue out. And so I need to be able to let you guys know that. So that's what's taking so long with this review. And then there's so many new glue guns coming out on the market. Um, It used to be just PDR guys building these glue guns. Now you got Ryobi, you got...
1: Larger companies going to the cordless. Exactly. Um, Milwaukee's doing... I mean, they've a lot of these major companies have been doing cordless. Yeah. But some of these smaller accessories that now are important to our job and i think just any other just trade and skills and stuff like that uh, are becoming more prevalent so a lot of flashlights and little yeah. heaters mm-hmm. and uh the jacket warmers and stuff like that a lot of this stuff is becoming cordless and battery operated uh and this is now one of the uh newer glue guns on the market now that is able to now take a makita battery as you can see here
0: yeah so it takes a which we use right we have a ryobi i think we have a six bank chargers we have like I don't know, 10 15 ryobi batteries anyway um but we run makita most of the mobile guys they don't really run the ryobi so we have some guys with the ryobi glue guns and then some guys with the makita for us it is perfect now and james lee he sells the adapter that you can fit whatever battery you want so that makes it perfect and if you if you have a bad battery or if you just need um a quick battery like the ryobi Brand is cheaper. So if you want to run to, I believe Home Depot sells them. If you want to run to Home Depot and grab your little Ryobi set, it's cheap. Just something to get you by for that day. Oh, or I forgot that time. my glue yeah. gun. Right.
1: The, the one I have is not work yeah.
0: I, I dropped it and all of a sudden the battery's in a thousand pieces. A quick fix run. is Boom. Home
1: Depot Ryobi go, Ryobi. go get it.
0: It's not. $299 for two batteries and a charger. You, you you can save some money there. But anyway, these things are, I think around like 20 or $30. So this is... Uh, Even
1: cheaper than a Ryobi, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can change the tips and all that stuff. And Ryobi gets too hot. Okay. I mean, you it's boiling when it comes out. So this is a, a really good temperature. So I think this is the reason why James Lee decided to sell it. Like I said, I got one from... Two of them from James Lee, two of them from uh, Amazon. Roughly around the same price, guys. Nice. So that's it. So let's go over, and you guys can jump in with any questions at any given time. Dave's handling the questions, trying to respond because he is so quick with the typing. Good night. Uh, so let's go over what is hail just quickly, like one minute. What is hail? I just summarize it just ice falling from the sky. Could be anywhere from pea size. To grapefruit size, and I don't think any guys want to work on that type of damage. <laughs> <think> so <laughs> so, um, but some people might might do that. So, and what gets damaged with hail? Normally, the top surfaces, top of the uh, doors, that gets damaged with hail. Um, and I think the sweet hail is really about uh, golf ball size. I would think maybe a little bit smaller. I guess it depends on the 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 force, like the wind, yeah, like the force of the impact when it hits cars. Um, but basically, top surfaces of cars, if the wind's blowing to off to the side, it's, you know, a few dents on each panel can range between, I would say, 15 to 30 on maybe some of the doors on average. And then the hoods can can go anywhere from 5 to 150, 200 dents. So it all depends on the storm and what Mother Nature is doing. Now, the big question, <laughs> how does hail impact a PDR business, Dave?
1: Uh <laughs> provides us with work. I mean, this is <laughs> what we're here to do. Fix dents on cars.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a uh, it is the perfect marriage, a PDR tech, you know, with hail. I think maybe PDR came from, you know, the hail side of things. Um I would imagine. And then obviously we door dinger guys, we do some of the larger more collision. I mean, every now every pretty much repair we do, it's somebody hit us in a park lot or something like that. So yeah. um we rarely get, you know, hail on a daily basis like that. So so yeah, I think it will dramatically increase I would think sales. Um just because you just have so much damage. You have uh you can get help. Um and you could just stay in one area instead of running around doing one dent here, one dent here, you can actually do two hundred dents um which they do lower the price significantly um when you have that amount of work on one car so but guys are very very proficient nowadays and they're able to just hump through these cars like like a top level mm-hmm. tech i mean that they are um or anybody that's really proficient in a craft a craftsman so but yeah these guys have it down to a science some, some of them um so we've been blessed with being able to work <laughs> with some of them yeah so. i mean
1: hail hits cars get damaged uh, they need to get fixed pdr mm-hmm. companies are around we're here we're this is what we do uh we're in business to fix this type of damage and uh then it's pretty much game on you know yeah. what i mean it hails it's time to go yes you know fix cars
0: so quick what benefits uh this pdr have against the body shop on this hail side just we're, we're going over this just for the guys that don't know that may listen in yeah maybe I mean, interested. I know some, most of these guys in this chat probably
1: no actually we're getting a lot of new viewers I think um right now just coming from all over and a couple asking about training and stuff so I think it, the the current views right now are just kind of all over the board so if you don't know what hail is uh google it it's kind of everywhere it falls from the sky uh, yeah you know it's just uh
0: why is it better for a PDR Tech compared to just the conventional Method of of doing these
1: repairs Uh, I think just overall time and quality Yeah I mean easily We're not replacing We're not repainting Uh, We're re You know uh, Taking that metal Putting it right back to where it was Uh, The the quality that we deliver Compared to what a body shop can't Yeah uh, They're simply just Respraying the entire thing Right uh, Repainting the entire thing Whereas that does not happen We maintain everything original Everything's factory So Um Probably the biggest benefit, right there, and the next one I think would be time.
0: Yeah, I think time is yeah, yeah, and I think the, probably the p- depreciation. I mean, if you had a hell, you know, hell damage on your car and it's got repaired through PDR, a professional, you know, professional company. I mean, I don't see it actually hurting the value of the car as much as maybe repainting the entire car. I would, I would imagine. So that's What's next? <laughs> what, have you, what have you experienced with the body shop? And how have they been, I guess, tr- not necessarily treating us, but how have they been acting? When we come in, we pretty much get five, six, ten of their cars that are coming through their door. They're facilitating the whole uh, communicating with the insurance company, estimating and stuff like that. How has that been uh, any different than in, in Chicago for you?
1: No, because it's kind of all over the board. Uh, to me, it's kind of uh, depending on what account. Um, but, you know, you have your accounts where the people in that account are willing to do whatever you want, whatever you want, uh, willing to work with you, get everything done as fast as possible. Um, what cars do you What do you need from us? And we're asking the same. What do you need from us? And it's just working. It's meshing. Uh, then, you know, we've co- actually kind of run into accounts where, there's a little hesitation. There's a little, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to say struggle, but maybe they aren't as comfortable with the uh, hail process. So we're finding some of them need a little of educate, a little bit of education um, from us to kind of walk them through, even being a body shop. Uh, hail claims, I think, just aren't as common as just a regular collision. Uh, damaged car that would come into their shop. So when hail hits... They're learning, I think, as well Uh, with the storm. They don't know how many cars. uh, They're trying to see how many they're going to get, how many people are going to have to work now. You know, are we going to be staying late? Is this more paperwork? There's a lot of things going on on their end. So we've seen accounts that are just willing to work with us and that none of that is an issue for them. Uh, They're willing to have all their customers from their insurance companies come in, all the local customers uh, from the market come in. Uh, get their stuff fixed, and, and we're there to help. Uh, we've had, uh, you know, accounts kind of um, delay, I think, some of the cars just because they are getting overwhelmed yeah. and we're ready to work. And we're like, hey, where are they? Let's get the keys. Is this approved? They're estimated what's going on. And they're like, hey, can you kind of hold on? Uh, because we're right there ready to work. So uh, right now, nothing's nothing's different. Um, it's all situational based on the account. And so what I am doing just as a tech, uh, and working for dentless touch, working with dentless touch and these companies, it's I'm learning I'm learning how to cater to them in such a professional manner with this storm that next time this happens, there's gonna be no question that we're gonna be called. Right. You know I mean that's the whole point. That, like, that is right? the we, point. Yeah.
0: After this storm, we still want to do their, you know, their every day we end dance, on a Friday like all the hail cars are like done that. I want you to call us
1: back on Monday exactly. for whatever car you have exactly. Um. and and you trust that we're just gonna always yeah be there for you and that's what <laughs> we you know try to try to do um, that's I know what I try to do with every car I touch with every person I'm talking to especially in these accounts because we're not in there as often as we are during hail yeah for sure. um, you know with hail we're in there multiple days during the week m- long hours um, maybe not the same amount of time we would be there if we were just there for one or two cars, door ding here, crease here, uh, just regular collision, you know, style damage. We're in and out a couple hours done. Yeah. Um, the relationship and the conversation sometimes a little shorter. Whereas yeah. this it's, you're really getting to know your accountant. They're really getting to know the company.
0: Yeah. It, it, I, yeah. I
1: love it. It's like, for me, it's fun. I love that whole relationship building part. Um, just it's crazy
0: because they're stressed out. Yeah, I got yeah, five, six <laughs> claims coming in, and they're yeah. just like, "All right, cool, just bring them in. Yeah. We'll figure Next, it out." Yeah, we'll and they're like, "Yeah, they're all
1: my, like, what yeah. are we gonna do?" Yeah, yeah it's five cars. <laughs> uh, you got more? <laughs> yeah, five is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
0: uh, you know, for the last two weeks, you know, going into this this main topic here, for the last two weeks, we have literally been setting up this entire storm. There's some things that we've. I feel as though I could have done a little bit better, but they're all you know, small things. Um, you know, we've had two storms actually come through, so I've had a series. I'm, I'm trying to work work the, the first one first week of each storm. So both storms, when they came through, you listen to the news. I don't have the nice three $4,000 app that everybody keeps talking about where it shows you where what hit. I can just, you know, listen to the news, and then the, um, I think there's a, there's a website you can go to and get an idea, general idea of what hits. But I tend to just drive out there, physically go out there, especially if it's, you know, 20 to 30 or 40 or even an hour away. Um, I tend to just go out there, check all the cars, get an idea if the if the damage, if there is damage because some hail does not create any damage on, on vehicles. And then I have to kind of spread out like a five-mile radius because hail can hit across the street and do damage on one side and no damage on the other, so... We try to get an idea of how many cars that may need to be repaired. And then the following day, if we are not in that area, that's not an area that we service on a, on a weekly or monthly basis. Then we try to go and see if anybody needs our help. And that was what we did in Bethesda area. We are not known in Bethesda or the Silver Spring area. It was a light, light storm. Um, I think we only got about 30 cars out of that storm. But we were able to pass out our cards, get a few cars, um, but uh, we were, I guess, the best part about it was we were able to work with another competitor, um, and he needed help, and we had the team to be able to facilitate, you know, the work being done. And so he was saying, "Hey, if you're up in Rockville or Bethesda, since you're here, since you're here, can you run over to this spot?" I've knew a couple of insurance guys already. They would say, Hey, what are you going to do with this hail that hit out silver spring? I said, well, we're going to be working into this body shop starting Monday. So if you want to bring the cards here, you can use my light to write up the cars or any of that stuff. So that worked out great. Um, that's, that's in our area, man. I, l- I love the guys in our area. Mm-hmm. We work, we work as a team. So shout out to Richard from Dent hero. Um, he uh, he basically gave us the lead on that because he yeah. couldn't do it, and um, that was that was actually great. Um, so that's how that storm went. The buy shop said that we had 40, 50 cars ready to go. That's what it seemed like, you know, 22 cars in one day, get it done. And so we literally called our connections to get some guys to help us, and it kind of you know, was around like one or two cars a day. It wasn't really that power, like five, eight cars getting dropped off a day. So no. we had to kind of, uh, I guess that's what I say I, I could have done better. You know, I, I wish I was, I wish they had a clear understanding of what we can do and what, what we need so I can get guys that will travel, our guys that we, we call on when hail hits. You know, give them some more insight before they head head out there because towards the end of the week, we were able, as our team, our core team was able to handle everything that that they had. So, and really that week that he was there, we were able to really handle it. So, I was basically just an estimator for the entire week, which for me sucks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I really enjoy pushing, so... That was that was a painful two weeks <laughs> for me. <laughs> Dave is just diving away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're having so. we're, we've got a lot of questions going on here. So Are I'm trying to answer here. Uh, so someone just quickly answered. What about repeat hail um, on a previously bonded panel? Does that create problems? Yeah,
0: 100 percent. 100 percent. I mean, we it, had a repainted car and we were just struggling with it and they actually pulled the paint on the hood. Yeah. Always the last pull. It was like a series of last three dents on a car and pulled the paint clear right off. I mean,
1: yeah. So if that panel that you're working on has been previously bondoed, now you're going to be if you're pushing, you're going to be pushing behind that yeah. um, or pushing through that, I guess. Uh, cause put yeah. it on the and outside that doesn't really so flex. To... That just Yeah, cracks. it just cracks yeah, uh, because so. it's paint over that. that's hardened and you're pushing right behind it, which is going to spread that, crack it paint cracks to everything so on top of that you're going to be pushing with the bondo um if it's in that area and then on top of it if it's a full repaint on that panel uh if you do go to glue pole as well that could create problems so um terry had asked about that so i was trying to answer that as quickly as possible
0: polish is talking about a damage eye damage app is like three dollars so i think i used to have that i don't know what happened to it yeah so thanks, push and polish. I I think I updated my phone and I just lost that eye damage app. But yeah, I think that was one of the apps that I was using at one point, and that is very good for for three dollars. I mean, it did tell you where hail hit, and you can set up different alerts. I don't know if you can still do it now, yeah. But you could set up alerts, especially in our area. Like I'm not worried about hail in Texas, but in our area, I can actually because I don't watch the news at all. Like Same. I don't I don't turn on Fox Five. I don't know what's happening. The entire DC can be burning down. I have to <laughs> see it. So so the damage app was nice because you can only just set up alerts. Hail's in the area. Yeah. Tornado watch. Just stuff like that. Um, your phone will probably do tornado tornado watch and flood watches. But the hail is, is a good thing. So it's eye damage is what it calls what it's called. I believe Pushing Polish is talking about
1: that. Uh, Jesse here was talking about a 2016 Dodge Caravan with hail on the hood. Uh, as you know, on those Dodge Caravans, some it's of them all, are honeycomb.
0: Yeah, it's all honeycomb, right? Yeah. So
1: if you can't get through those small little clip holes, which... um, you're going to be trying to glue pull, which is also difficult on those cars because I think they're aluminum as well. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not able to glue pull on those, um, then you're going to be trying to go through the clip holes, like I said. So my recommendation is those two things. Or if you're able to, uh, try to go conventional with the hood and take the rest of the car if you can.
0: It is a very time-consuming repair on that hood. Yeah. I remember working with uh, Ryan up in um, RPS, and, you know, I love the roofs. So I jumped on the roof of the caravan, and he was not happy when he, <laughs> when he took that hood off. Yeah. But he sat there and glue-pulled the entire thing. Last couple of dents, I believe he pulled the paint. Wow. It was It was depressing. It was depressing. I mean, I was on that roof for four hours almost, yeah. maybe th- three and a half. He was on the hood for the same amount of time, for like uh-huh. half the month, you know, because the hood yeah. Is, They don't want to pay anything for it, and it's still three, four hours of repair, and I remember he was pulling like crazy. So anyway, yeah, that could, yeah, if you can kick them, that's ideal. I I don't kick panels if I can fix them. That's just me. It's probably not the most lucrative tactic, but it's just, you know, it helps the body shop. They don't have to now run it through the system, especially if they're trying to get the car, you know, to the customer with cycle time and stuff like that, so um, so push and polish also says follow hail trace on Facebook too. So those are if you guys are hail chasing or have a PDR company and kind of local dent guy, try those things too. We had a comment, we had a question here. Oh, uh, well drew was it?
1: How not to glue pull uh, the clear when glue pulling? So how do you not pull clear? Oh. Um, or what would cause it?
0: Well, I mean. I, the car that comes to mind when he said that was the Subarus. You pretty much have a you know good chances of pulling clear with those cars. That the clear is just so thin, it's just it doesn't bond well to the paint. Uh what I try to do is keep the tab um I always say gooey, but keep it a little warm. I don't let the the glue actually harden. That seems to help me uh when I pull it doesn't give a a, a good pull, but at least I know that the, the the tab is not going to has made damage. a full bond, So basically, yeah. I want the tab to stay on the car when I pull. I don't want to pull and then the tab comes off. Yeah. So I want to better my chances that the tab stays onto the car and let me physically take the glue off the car. Yeah. Does, does that makes sense. So that's kind of my method when I when I s- see painted panels or something like that, and you know, yeah. about an eighty percent chance of making sure that you don't pull everything up.
1: And then uh, you know, someone was asking if you do pull um who's responsible? Uh is it you or does the customer know the risk?
0: Uh I let the body shop know, especially with any Subaru, that hey, there's a you know, a strong possibility that you will be painting certain areas. I mean, I had brand new Subaru's and the paint just comes off. I had other tech's experience, twenty seven year tech. I mean, this guy was a beast and So you're
1: going to communicate if you're in a body shop that there's the potential of this. What about with a retail customer? Uh, I mean, there's waivers that you can sign. Yeah. Mobile tech Rx does have waivers. So, and if you don't have mobile tech Rx, I would definitely invest into that. There is a lot of information in some of those other screens there. Uh, If you really dive into mobile tech Rx, there's tutorials, uh, places to shop, places to get training, places to buy tools. Uh, So check out a lot of those screens in mobile tech Rx that has that. So, uh, but for me, yeah, if it's a retail um situation, I'm gonna have them sign a glue pole waiver if I am uncomfortable uh in any way with this panel, whether it yeah. may be repainted, I think it's Some repainted scratches on it or something yeah. where the paint could mm-hmm. possibly be damaged from our process. I'm gonna go ahead and try to relinquish any yeah, um I agree. You know, liability for that. So um, but yeah, if I am in a in a body shop, I'm gonna be communicating with whoever I need to be talking yeah. to about that particular vehicle.
0: Yeah, I mean, we what we did that Lexus that was an all around paint job. It was almost like a brand new Lexus, and I basically said, "Hey, this whole car has been painted. How do you know? You can see all the dirt all in the paint." Showed them. Hood was one of the worst things. That's what actually pulled the uh, the area that pulled that we pulled the paint on. But another back thing, the other thing about Mobile Tech RX is, you know, please pay for the comp pricing. It is crazy when I. Hear people say that they don't have the comp pricing and it pays for themselves because the next question I ask is, How do you know if a panel's high strength still or not? and then they're stuck, and, yeah. And yeah, I think it's only like 30 yeah. dollars. Is comparative and pricing? It's kind of weird definitely that important. you don't
1: have that, definitely important with Mobile Tacker X. Uh, and what
0: it's also been doing is the NADA, yes. Now I've been able to say, I just asked your insurance coming, "When do you, what is your percentage? Oh, we're at 75 percent. If I know there's an older car and I start you know checking the NADA, I'll put it at seventy five percent and then I already know if I'm wasting my time here or not you know we I'm looking a, at the car we had a, a
1: 1997 uh, Chevrolet <laughs> did he Cavalier <laughs> Chevrolet Cavalier come in it did not get approved okay <laughs> um, with hail damage it was a clean nineteen ninety seven clean Chevy right. Cavalier mm-hmm. inside out clean no rust minimal rust whatever it was uh, but just a clean car and the customer said he wanted an estimate. Uh, And just didn't know which way he was going to go, if he wanted to get it fixed or anything like that. But definitely at least wanted to get it estimated. And even the adjuster that we were working with was kind of unsure which way it was going to go. Was that going to actually total out the car or not? So, um, you know, during hailstorms, you never really know what you're going to get. I mean, there's cars like that that do come in. And Mobile Tech Rx is nice because you're able to see the value of that particular vehicle uh, against your estimate that you have. And if it may possibly either go over even the value of the vehicle itself. So. Definitely a huge benefit for just just uh, picture in in our hail estimating that we've been doing.
0: Just picture you you walk up to the insurance guy, you know, you're trying to be friendly and say, Hey, Johnny, uh, I just did this estimate. I know you're at 75%. NADA is 2,800. Looks like 75% is, I don't know, quick math, maybe 21, 2200. Uh, And we're over that. That right there shows that you're about your business. Yeah. to start that off right there, he's going to be like, like Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I have. Yeah, you're right. He has nothing to say. So, when the next time comes, he knows you're a professional, you know what you're doing. Yeah, so, so this
1: is why we, we promote it. This is why they are a sponsor of our show, <laughs> uh, because we believe in the company so much. We believe in that application for our process, paintless dent removal, uh, for our company here. This is what we trust. Uh, and also, uh, just a quick tip Sioux Falls Dent Repair did say that if you do purchase Mobile Tech RX during Black Friday. They will give you comparative pricing free for the Ooh. year. So if you guys don't have it now, uh, just kind of be looking around Black Friday. They may be having a little deal going. I mean, Black
0: uh, Friday is kind of far from now. You it make is, that's what your I'm money saying, back. So you will <laughs> compared but I'm, to yeah, But I mean,
1: for you know some of the guys who are just kind of on the fence, you don't really know. I know there are a couple applications out there, and you know people think certain things. This is what we use here. Uh, it's tried and true for myself, yourself, our company. Yep. Um, and that's a nice little tip from Sioux Falls for around Black Friday. If you are on the fence, uh, maybe go towards get that for maybe next year. You know what I mean? Kind of finish out your year with what you're currently using. Uh, get Mobile Tech Rx maybe around Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and then start that January 1st and use that and get the free comparative pricing for the year. So yeah. um, take a look into that, guys.
0: And, John, j- just say go monthly until then. I mean, it is worth this worth a If they double the price, I'll pay for it. That's that's how much I believe in that comparative pricing. Um, I think we want to wrap it up. Any any questions? If you guys have any questions, feel free to jump in the sh- chat. We'll probably be on for another five minutes. Yeah. Um, so,
1: uh, it, it, you guys kind of saw a little bit. This, like the the title says, this is part one. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that went into probably the yeah. last eight weeks. Uh, with. Two storms, one little storm and then another one right after that. So two storms kind of back to back um, with hail and they're not in the same location. They were kind of in
0: (laughs) almost two hours away. Yeah. Two
1: different locations for for our company to now kind of be spread thin and stuff like that between multiple shops. Um, Someone had asked, do we shut down um, our retail during those times? So
0: So unfortunately, uh, yeah, we have to shut down and do 3 to 4 maybe even 5 weeks out and that's still a challenge for us because you know I'm all about the customer experience and to let them schedule something you know August 10th is a little hard for me. Yeah. Uh, But we got to do what we got to do. Yeah,
1: And part two is going to kind of divulge why we have to do that. Yeah, Uh, We're going to go into a little more in depth on what we have to coordinate, how we have to do it, how many bodies that we have to kind of pull.
0: So so just, you know, we're still on part one. We're still talking, you know, this storm um, the first day we I our dealership got hit and. They were actually running around. Didn't know what On to do. Saturday, night. Saturday, Saturday night. So, Cause I know you were up yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Saturday night. I woke up Sunday, 7am, drove out there to see if they had any damage. They had damage. I said, okay, let me know. Um, we still got a couple of cars done that week. Just, you know, what was sold. It wasn't bad damage. So it, it, it could be done within, you know, a couple of hours, you know, five or six hours. Um, if, if we were all set up, but it it took a little longer because we had to, you know, uh, repair their cars in, like, the service lanes. We had the load tools, so it was about a one-day-per-car thing now. But on Friday, their insurance came. This is, uh, is what is it, Uh, July 5th. (laughs) So I had to basically, which we kind of took the day off, but they told us that the insurance was coming July 5th, we facilitated and, and helped the insurance company with set up four different lights. Um, we had all the most of the guys there, um, especially the, the gentleman that the, our tech that services that dealership. He was there and we were just helping out their insurance. They had like four guys. We had to write estimates on 38 or 40 cars. Um, and that took the full day almost. No, real quick, um, did you have to do that? I feel like I had to do that. Right. I mean you the dealership you, like
1: you're not yeah. there's no money being like, no. it's not no, like I a contract no where it's like one. Dentless Touch has no. to be here for every hailstorm if our no. dealership gets hit. No. You know, Christopher Ray has to come in and move these cars for us and estimate what the insurance like none of no. that no. you had to do during a holiday weekend. I, I mm-hmm. knew that
0: they weren't the best at doing it. Mm-hmm. So and I knew I had some knowledge in it. So I said at least let me show up and let me see how they want to use me and i mean they use my lights i had to count dents. i had to circle dents. so i mean i'm glad i was there yeah I'm, i had to call reinforcement i thought i would be able to do it <laughs> myself and i had to call ryan and say hey is, are you busy can you come over here yeah. and help me
1: out here and what that's doing is that <laughs> i'm the showing, porter too <laughs> that's showing your account you know that dealership yeah. that you're involved you want to help them just you know that their new and used cars just got damaged, and what are you there to do? You're trying to help them get them done as fast as possible, yeah. and facilitate everything to make sure it goes smooth. They have insurance companies there; it may be their first insurance claim with hail damage on, you know, 175 units, 300 units. It could yeah. be their first time, so yeah. having an extra body there who actually knows about hail damage and how to repair it is huge because. You know, a lot of these people are salesmen, they're owners. They kind of heard about it. Maybe they've right. never gone through right. it. They're general managers. Right. Their whole career has been based on car sales, not car reconditioning. Right. And this is what we're here to do is recondition the car back to its original factory. You could just, zero miles on it. And you can just hear hands. their voice
0: were like, how are we going to get, how are we going to do this? I have a truck and trailer that has a tent set up. And so Monday morning, it is pouring down raining. I am soaking wet trying to set up this tent. And I just I was like I'm done with this tent. There's no way it's gonna be able to take. It's gonna be able to keep the water out. My feet were wet because it, it was it was so much rain. And so I said nope, another route. Let me go to an industrial area and see if I can locate a building. It's worth a shot. So yeah,
1: and so, I think <laughs> yeah. I think part two is gonna really get into the nitty gritty of that because yeah. I was very surprised to get a phone call from Chris about that whole process. Yeah. Uh, and how. Not I don't want to say it went very smooth. Oh yeah, um, I mean, but it was something yeah. that I know that myself I probably never would have thought of um, to do, even though it is common. I think it, in just like yeah. the hail game that is a thing to do. It's just in it's, my it's career, a lot of prep though. Yeah, but like, in my career, like just in yeah. my career and where I've come from, my background like that just never me making those moves. Yeah. That move, yeah. wouldn't probably cross easy
0: because if you haven't even signed one lease why would you sign a lease just for? And hell? It, and you haven't I mean, worked on a car like you don't know yeah, what you're working on especially
1: yeah. if you're by yourself like okay my dealer got <laughs> yeah. hit but i got 17 body shops to do and retail customers. yeah there's a lot going on so that's just it was i was very surprised to hear that uh we do want to kind of tell you all about that i think it's super cool <laughs> and it's actually working out it's worked out for the last week and a half now yep. Uh probably better than we expected so yep. mm-hmm. uh, we're going to kind of save that but what we're trying to do with these kind of Two parts, maybe three parts, with this is kind of show you our whole timeline of what, what we're thinking, th- of yeah. what we're thinking, what mm-hmm. we're doing. When this isn't a major hailstorm, this is a, no, it's say just, a small, yeah, small, this is, small. Small. This is small. minor. I think we're we'll probably in, in the grand scheme of like hailstorms. <laughs> yeah. I think this is small very and minor. Small, very small, yeah. but what we're trying to do is deliver on kind of our thoughts on how we uh moved accordingly with the timeline we were given, yeah. you know, storm hit. Is what we got to do this week, this day. Shops need this. This is how many, how many cars dealership got. What about that retail one? Hey, that one over this one body shop's got one. How Mm -hmm. many bodies do we need here? This is what we have. Holidays in the mix. Like, there's so much stuff going on that we kind of had to coordinate. Uh, And what we wanted to do here was walk you through a little bit of yeah, from our standpoint. Hell guys with big old trailer
0: they probably this is nothing. They do this every day, you know, but. For a Dordain guy that's trying to capitalize on everything, they don't want someone coming in the area and just taking it all. Yeah. Just because they can't make a decision or you know they just don't know how. So you know we want to give you know that's why we're doing a part one, part two, part three. Some of the things that we've you know learned and and we experienced, we want to give that back. You know, again, buying, getting that building month to month, insurance was all set up. I mean, it was ready to go. People I mean, from out it of was,
1: town getting them set up, it was insurance done, stuff with
0: yeah. them. I mean we're modifying the area, <laughs> knocking down walls and stuff so we can get more cars in and facilitating putting that wall back up. I mean, it is it can it could be stressful to certain people, but I'm you know, the whole point of these live is to, you know, this is what we're going through. It is okay. We're we're a text message away. I I I do answer stuff on Instagram. That's kind of like our message system for me and most likely Dave. Um, but yeah, we're willing to help and you know, this is Share our experiences. And I feel like that's what uh, that's what this is all about. This is why we do these live shows. And so that's why we're going through the part one, part two, and then obviously the closure, part three, what we've learned. Um, and
1: all that good stuff <laughs> yeah no, so i think uh next show we're definitely gonna really dive deep into yeah th- into the first
0: day of pushing and, and all coordinating. It. yeah <laughs> all of that so
1: yeah right now this is kind of a back-to-back storm like i said just to kind of give you guys a little bit of insight on why we're doing it like this but um yeah hail hit the area we kind of had to set it up a little bit uh between multiple locations uh And it was definitely
0: yeah. We have three locations right now, just doing hail right now. Yeah. So it's 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 getting crazy, and possibly a fourth. And then we still have body shops that are kind of that we have has the onesies, twosies type stuff with you know some major wholesale lots that we do. So it's it's it is what it is. But um, we're getting through it so far. No complaints. Uh, I think we had one come comeback was my fault i was just very tired and missed two dents <laughs> the lady picked it up so you know it is what it is i went to her house knocked it out because i'm very anal if i miss a dent. yeah <laughs> so um but it was just the wrong car to but out of all those cars just surprisingly we only have that one comeback that was actually crazy that's pretty good um and that car had at least 400 dents on it and it was i just <laughs> missed the one on the gas door just it is what it is. Slip dude. <laughs> So, But anyway, guys, that is it. We want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a show. We'll be getting more of a routine. This is the first the two weeks of setting these storms up was a little much for us, but we'll get back in the routine of every week. Mm-hmm. So you'll see us back here next week. We want to thank our sponsors, Mobile Tech RX. Make sure you jump on that and the comparative pricing. We got Dent Craft Tools and we got Blim Tools. Blim sent out their new leverage tool. That I'm gonna be doing a review on guys and I have like seven or eight reviews coming out so stay tuned to the channel uh like I said we're just we're getting through so much work right now and we're starting to get our bearings and and, and get a good schedule going so definitely bear with us we're not leaving you hanging we're just <laughs> we're just we're just ultimately just beat <laughs> when we get home <laughs> yeah I mean we've been we're
1: we're we're trying to uh show you guys even like just why on even a Monday why we can't even just be able to do a live show because <laughs> there's so much going on. We're working on the weekends, just trying to coordinate and stuff like that between ourselves. What do we have to do to, you know, make everything run smooth just this week, you know, even just this day. So, yeah. uh, you know, bear with us guys. I, I think that we're good like now. You though, said, we're yeah. good now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think we should be good. That's but, another
0: hellstorm happens on Tuesday. or something, Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this is
1: just kind of what we've been dealing with lately. It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's definitely tiring. Um, <laughs> But, you know, we wanted That's to kind fun. of jump on here and let you guys know and kind of walk you through, like I said, what yeah. we've been dealing with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I get asked this question a lot. Like, how what are you doing? In what a percentage. What is this? What is that? So yeah, we're here to help. So have your questions for part two next week. And we'll ha- definitely have more information of the first two weeks of actually pushing. And I think you guys will enjoy the next show. Awesome. Right, I Thank see you guys. guys. See you guys in the next show. Peace.